All right, welcome back to Rise and Wine. We are back after our hiatus, after our rough second episode. We're here, ready to make amends and ready to drink more wine, as we always are. Uh, and today we have a guest with us. Actually, Isabel, how are you doing first? I'm doing great, Seamus. I'm glad to be back on the wine podcast. Mm-hmm. Glad to have our own space now where we're recording. Now, now that Neil and, and Jack just walked out of the room. <laughs> the second and uh, today we have a guest with us, uh, my good friend, former colleague, uh, Max Jacobson. Hello. I am very pleased to be here. Yes. Max, tell us a little about, <laughs> bit about yourself. A bit about me. Uh, let's see. I am a rising senior in the College of Science and Engineering at the University of Minnesota. The full OL introduction. The full <laughs> OL introduction. I study industrial and systems engineering. Uh, currently have a job where I work at the Toro Company. Uh, I run my own uh, little little cooking show on the weekends where I I cook um, and put it on Instagram. It used to be on Snapchat, but I have moved on to bigger and better things. So that's where I'm at now. This is kind of like a crossover episode yeah. where we're, we're going to have... What's what's uh, Cooking Chef Max? Uh, Yo Chef yep, Max, yep. What We Cooking is the show. All caps, <laughs> question mark at the end. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Yo Chef Max. I uh, recently just did... I realized that I wasn't following you up till like, was it two weeks ago when I followed you? Yeah, I did remember getting the notification from, uh, from you boy Seamus. Wee Baby Seamus. Wee Baby Seamus uh, saying... He's following me now. I'm like, okay, good. Did not know he wasn't before, but here we are. Now I, um, on Instagram, I have a sec- second account. Yeah. So I get all, like, the notifications that says, like, you know, bracket, we baby Seamus, telling me, like, all my notifications are for. Yeah. The second account is the OLs, the current OLs, uh, Finsta, that I happen to know the password to. <laughs> so I'm logged into their Finsta, just waiting for the day where I'm going to make a post and tell them, hey, I knew what your password was this whole time. So you That's have, funny. you have this unrequited access to yeah their fence is really weak yeah um, our fence was pretty strong i just started a fence that's like three days ago do you like a personal fence mm-hmm. is it on private uh yes okay as, as fences should be probably yeah. some fences are on public like some people just post on, in public but, you, you but look... if like no one can tell whose it is you know yeah. from what sure. you post right. and yeah. it's like if it's just memes you know yeah the um the OL's password may or may not have been something along the lines of Seamus is a snack. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was alerted to that password from an inside source and uh, yeah now I got it. And they just thought you wouldn't remember it, but you did. Oh, I remember these things. I'm <laughs> the snake of the group. They actively call me a snake for good reason. Nice. Okay. All right. So Max, we just met today for the first time. That we did. Yes. Yeah. What is your history with wine? What got you intrigued in wine? Well, uh, see, I'm a, uh, I'm a college student, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, You're a rising senior. Rising senior, as I said before. <laughs> college of Science and Engineering. <laughs> college of Science and Engineering. Um, Thank you for saying that whole thing instead of CSE, too. Co- we, we of course, really of course. We don't yeah, you like have to make sure people know what acronyms. you're talking about. Acronyms are good after you establish what they stand for. Mm. Acronyms are the downfall of a good freshman transition. That is, is true. Is that what they say in the VO? No. <laughs> <laughs> the visit office, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, my, my experiences with wine have included uh, not much. Um, I'm a fan of boxed wine, obviously, because uh, we are we roll we roll deep. Our pockets roll deep here. Um, <laughs> my last wine experience uh, was not a pleasant one. Um, I will I will admit because uh, it turns out playing drinking games while your roommates are playing with beer and you're playing with wine is not necessarily 
not really. Uh, not, not a, not a <laughs> no, good. No, that's that's rolling deep. Honestly, it, that is, it, it is the definition. Deep. You know, we're, we're, we were cooking with gas, um, <laughs> and uh, things didn't turn out the way I would have liked them to. But you know, we're here now. I'm having a good wine. We're we're having a good time. It's a it's wonderful. Isabel, how have you been since we last talked? I've been good. Um, I've been really really busy. I hurt my back today though. So how did that happen? I've been doing a lot of stretching. You know. Lifting a box, heavy box. I don't work out enough. <laughs> I so what like, you're saying is you're 60. Yeah, I called my dad. I was like, Dad, I hurt my back. I'm in so much pain. He's like, you know why that happened? And I said, why? And he goes, because you don't have any abs. You're so weak. And I was just so upset. Is that actually what he said? <laughs> I was imagining he was like, Isabel, I'm not even at that stage yet. But he did, he did, then he, well, then he went on to say, but, like, I've been there, I used to get that from picking up you kids when you were younger, <laughs> too much, or something like that. I was like, well, okay, that makes me feel better. Also, I'm looking at your Instagram. The Yoshef Max Instagram? Yeah. Of course, yes. Um, the tuna melt and peas looks very good. It was, it was a good, uh, it was a good combo. It's one of my classics, is a uh, tuna melts, and then, you know, microwave peas, because I... Microwave peas. Because I am yes. a bona fide chef yeah. with all of the credentials. Sometimes you just gotta eat them frozen. <laughs> yeah, you don't even you don't even heat them up. You know? Also, the captions are very good. See, <laughs> let's go over some of those. Okay. Let's do, yeah, let's do that during the during the um, Yo Chef Max segment. Okay, Max okay, segment. I think we that sounds good. Yeah, all right, good. should we start talking about what wine you're drinking? Yeah, we got quite a few in front of us today. Three, yeah. Instead of uh, the same wine, we are actually drinking three different wines tonight. Except so, two of them are Sardinia. This morning, because it's rising wine. Yeah, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it is currently 9 a.m. Again, we encourage you to drink with us. Yeah. <laughs> As you hear the pour, pour up yourself. Yeah. But we're drinking two Chardonnays and... Uh, this is a red from a local winery. There we go. So we're going to do a little compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Max is a cultured man. Uh, yeah. A, cultured a man. local winery. A local winery. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have fisheye. <laughs> and umu. Umu. I, I, we're definitely saying that correctly. Umu. Yeah, I mean. Oh, umu. it's made by Tom Hardy. Is it made by Tom it Hardy? It says Tom Hardy in the back. That's huge. Thomas Hardy in the 1870s, but, you know. Um, you know. Same, I choose to believe one. that Tom Hardy is immortal, so. <laughs> so, yeah, we're drinking two Chardonnays. Um... Isabel, what are we going to learn about today in terms of our wine terminology and, again, making us uh, the sommeliers that we are we're destined to be here? Well, you know, Seamus, I'm glad you remember that term because... Yeah, we learn on this podcast. It's been quite a while since we've done the first one. <laughs> it has been. It has forgotten. Been. But yes, on our quest to figure out what it truly means to be an expert sommelier... Which I think expert makes it a little redundant. Right? Yeah, I but, think that is an expert, but, expert wine taster. Yeah. <laughs> but the word I've chosen today, I think Max and I have a word too. I do, I do. Yeah. Um, before we do words, I'm going to do a little sound effect. Here. Yeah. All right, ready? Yes. Uh, that's, that's, that's what we come for. It's what we like to hear. So you hear that sound? Go ahead and do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I will. So the words for today is? Um, crispness. Crispness. Yeah, so I thought this would be a good word since we are drinking white wine today, which if you didn't know, Chardonnay is white wine. Um, so here, I'll read a definition for you and you can tell awesome. me if you think it applies. Crispness is a positive quality in wine, usually whites, that is caused by acidity. It refers to the, It refers specifically to the fresh, brisk, or firm feeling in the mouth. Crisp wines have less fruit, 
with the fresh dryness and sharp acidity playing a major role on the palate. When a wine is crisp, it leaves the mouth feeling refreshed, clean, and slightly sour, rather than heavy, like a fruity wine, parched like a tannic wine, or dry like a dry wine. Right? Yeah. So, okay. like, right now, what I'm comparing this to is barefoot. Okay. And I feel like it's slightly <laughs> more... As a true college student. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, barefoot Moscato, right? Yeah. And I just feel like it's slightly more crisp than that, because that kind of tastes like... That's super sweet. You know, it tastes like those... Uh, Capri Suns. That's really? What, in my mind. I think, I think uh, Moscato barefoot tastes a little bit like Capri Suns. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very sweet. Very sweet. I, I would say this is this is on the crisper side. Um, and I can see the comparison with a red where it is, like the Rex Goliath that we had was a little more fruity. Yeah. Um, but wh- I don't think it, le- it left a sour taste in our mouth or anything like that, uh, that said. But I mean, I get like a little, you get like a little bit of that though, right? Yeah. Like your mouth's not as dry as with the Rex Goliath. No, I mean, right now as I'm drinking it, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. Uh, you know, that could be for a number of reasons, but um, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this. this. is going down very easy. Um, I have no complaints up to this point, and I would say this would qualify as a crisp wine. Yeah, I would agree. So, yeah. So what about the tannin content? <laughs> we got we to gotta keep coming back. Right, right, right. So I'm pretty sure tannins are mainly a red wine thing. Yeah, I think so. So that might be more of a Max thing for us today. Max, do you know what tannins are? I wish I remembered from your previous (laughs) podcast that I listened to. Okay, well, Seamus, do you remember? I I believe they gave them a dry feeling, um, and they were more present in the red wines, and they kind of gave them that taste. Am I remembering correctly? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that pretty much covers it. It's mostly the dryness. The dryness. Yeah, this is this is not dry for sure. Um, but how's the dryness in in your wine, Max? Well, my cultured tongue would tell me that mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> but I would assume that this means it's that this wine is not extra dry. It's got a nice nice aroma, nice okay. like feel to it. You know, when you're mm-hmm. drinking it, you're feeling feeling good. Yeah, how's the mouth? <laughs> the mouth. Feel? I love that we're all feeling good. Feel. That's, yeah. This is the most feeling important. Good. Yeah. Also, can I just say? Yes. You introduced this as a red, yeah. but it is not, in fact, a red. What is it? It is hot dish red. It is hot dish red. <laughs> should, I, should I talk about it? About talk it? about Yeah. What's yeah. the backstory on our so, wine? So, the wine that I'm drinking today is uh, the Minnesota Nice Hot Dish Red from Carlos Creek Winery. Uh, I'm from Alexandria, Minnesota, which is um, a bit west of Minneapolis. And uh, north of, of Alexandria, Carlos Creek Winery sits in Carlos, Minnesota. And they are a winery that's been around for like, I don't know, like 30-ish years. Not actually positive. They probably have information on it in the bottle somewhere. But they got a family on the back there. They do have a family their, on their the back. They're on, you know, um, intro to the, to the wine. Yeah, there. they do. And I'll, a... I'll read that off in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> What do you call a group of moose? I think they're just moose. moose or is, is it mooses? Would it be a herd of moose? That's a great question. I, you know, this might be one of those weird ones where it's like you got to like look on Google and they have the whole table of like, and different what things. what if like, it's actually this is like a murder Yeah, what crows, if it is right? moose? It's not moose. It can't be moose. Wait, no, plural of moose. Plural of moose. Plural, yeah, plural of moose is yeah. just Because a group of moose yeah, would be like is. a herd. A group of moose is a herd. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Like most. So we, we have Bipolar. not quite a herd on the, on the front there, but two moose that are... Enjoying hot dish. Yeah. And sit in front of the fire. Very Minnesotan. Yeah, very Minnesotan. They got like a little picture of the lake above the fire pit. As a... As Minnesota tends to be, there is hot dish. And, yeah. Uh, there's hot dish and one. Mm. And there's wood everywhere because... All Minnesota houses have wood in them somewhere. One's wearing a flannel. One's wearing a flannel. That, that is the uh, assumedly husband of the two moose. Yeah. <laughs> not that we're assuming gender roles of the of moose. Not. Okay, yeah. but they 
stereotype them with their outfits, I feel like. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. You know? They both have very similar face structures. It could just be a very gender <laughs> ambiguous group of moose. Or oh, it's wait, just no. because they're moose. <laughs> Herd of moose. Herd of moose. <laughs> they also have both have antlers, and I'm an idiot, so wouldn't that both make them men? Do female moose have antlers? I don't think so. I'm a hunter. I should know this, but I don't think they do. That was I the know, first like, thing that come sure. up yeah. when I searched do female moose. Do female... Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that... Oh, female moose do not grow antlers. All right, so this really? is so two, these are two... two dude moose enjoying a, a <laughs> cup of wine and a hot Can I see together. these? Yeah. That's awesome. Look at that. Look at that. Look at these two dude moose. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, that one's wearing that nice purple sweater. Purple sweater. Anyway. <laughs> that looks like I'm something that your grandma moose knit them. Yeah, that's true. I feel like these look like two older mooses at the same time. Yeah. yeah. They're like dudes. They're like old dudes and they're like 80s, just having a glass of wine. Okay. Maybe it's supposed to be symbolic for the creators of the wine. That's true. Ooh. Two old dudes making some wine. I think it's we're getting good. somewhere. Yeah, me too. Could be. All right. So for those of you listening, Google Minnesota Nice Hot Dish Red to have any idea of what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just going to be listening to us talk about some weird... But I think we painted the picture well. Yeah. I think that you can have a pretty good idea of what these two moose are, are enjoying. Of course. All right. And what about the story on the back right there? Story on the back. Yeah. Or anything else that you want to say about it, Max? Well, I'll I read the story to, on the back. I don't want to see your thunder. Uh, just promotion if you ever are re- listening to this podcast and need a wine to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything from Carl's Creek Winery is good. Um, so in the on the back it says... In the early 1900s, Ole and Spike, honest-to-goodness uncles of Carlos Creek owner Kim Bradson, uh, made wines in their bathtub from any produce they could spare. Today, Minnesota Nice Wines honor the spirit of these early winemaking pioneers while utilizing the finest modern winemaking techniques. Hot Dish Red is made from cold-climate grapes, bred to withstand extreme Minnesota winters. Yeah, cold-climate grapes. It pairs perfectly with the unofficial state food, the hot dish. Uh, here, casseroles are called hot dish, and don't at me on this one, because people like to fight about if it's got casserole or a hot dish. It I'm depends honest, on I what was... you're talking about, though. There's, it's a hot dish. Let's, there's but, like, a, green bean casserole that's, that's not a hot, hot dish. dish. The green bean casserole is not a hot dish. It's a casserole. There's a difference. Okay. Anyway. Continuing. For a second, I, I thought that I the, the that. back label said, don't at me on this. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no, that was me. This is, this is a very modern wine. I'm digging this. Is, this is me on a tangent. Okay. These old guys put don't at me. <laughs> okay, hot dish recipes are generally celebrated for, oh, calibrated, sorry, for 12 plus servings. So are usually, especially pleased to see how well this wine serves with your leftovers. Enjoy the Breedson family. What are leftovers? Do we have any leftovers? Shows? I don't know if we have any leftovers. The last leftovers I had um, were actually from Chino Latino. Chino after we celebrated the end of freshman orientation and i'm gonna put this one on jake holly he left them sitting out overnight <laughs> so we don't have any left how was anymore. chino latino i loved chino latino it was i'm fantastic. trying to go there and like definitely a little more on the expensive side yeah. okay. um but if you get like the dishes to share then it's not too bad okay. like jake yeah. and i shared one um that was like 27 bucks or so mm-hmm. so you know do yeah. that on it's not too bad no yeah. Town. And like of... you go out with the you go there with the idea that you're gonna be like kind of splurging it was our celebration nice night thing. everything like yeah and it, we did also buy a lot more drinks that made it a little more expensive mm-hmm. but um yeah so on the food side what is your favorite i know this is a meme seamus but what is your favorite place to eat in dinky town my favorite place to eat in dinky town is unfortunately Vecchio's. Vecchio's. Vecchio's is gone. Um, what do you mean it's a meme? 
Max, do the honors. So, this so. is we're really embracing the orientation in this episode. Yep. That's so, um, okay. If you, if you know, I do apologize it. for the SBC talk in, in some of the last ones, but we have Max here now. So hey, what do we say about acronyms, Seamus? Excuse me, student program or coordinator. coordinator. <laughs> in the last one. Yeah. Uh, so Seamus and I were orientation leaders or OLs in the <laughs> summer <laughs> we're gonna keep it going the, the whole going. the whole podcast whole uh in the summer of what 2017 is that it yeah 2017 the year and, ago um, Seamus was involved in a sketch uh during in one of pop, our in and pieces pop, of the puzzle piece of the puzzle another acronym <laughs> uh where Seamus uh Seamus was on a date with our good friend uh, Shivani. Shivakadu. Shivakadu, as we call her appropriately. Um, and, uh, Free Shivakadu. Free, Free Shivakadu. <laughs> so uh, one of the lines in this sketch was uh, they would walk in and... Um, right Shivan- after, we just got back from going out to eat they and just we went got back, back to Shivani's apartment. And they said, and, and Shivani would say, I'm so stuffed, that meal was so good. And Seamus, every night without fail, would say... Vashios uh, is my favorite place to eat in Dickey Vashios is his favorite place to eat in Dickey Town, <laughs> which is sad because Vecchio's is closed now. It's closed. It's gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vecchio's is no longer. TJ and I, so T- there's the two casts. TJ was the other person in my role. We both got a picture of Vecchio's before it closed, which was really a monumental, emotional, spiritual experience for of all course. of us. Of course. Um, but Vecchio's is my favorite place to eat in Diggy Town. I've been there once. <laughs> Gotta say, when I was there, didn't love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the portions were pretty damn small. You mean I was gonna say for that run club? It was formal, for run club form because that's the year. only time I was there, and I got about one scoop of salad. <laughs> I think maybe half a scoop of pasta, and, and, and maybe, I paid and about twenty five dollars. One little square of pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what, Vesuvius will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And you know, I think that Vecchio's is absolutely the type of place that you'd want to have a good glass of wine with. Yeah. yeah. Italian restaurant, you know, you yeah. got some salad, you got, like, your Italian, like, type pizza that's a little more fancy, like, yeah, uh-huh. it definitely would be a good spot. Yeah, for sure. But now that it's closed. And now that it's closed, we have to find a new place. What do we think is going in there? I have no clue. I hope Probably it's another Italian place. It's going to be a small Walmart. Just knowing the way that Dinky Town is moving right now. A Walmart Express, right? Walmart Express. Express. I mean, competition. In a city where there's maybe one Walmart in, like, a 10-mile radius of campus. Yeah. That's a huge difference between Wisconsin and Minnesota. But also, but Target is headquartered here. I mean, I I get it. I understand why. Yeah. But honestly, like, I really like Walmart. I'm kind of growing to love Target more and more. Yeah. It just feels classier than Walmart. It is classier See, than Walmart, but yeah. Walmart just has such better deals. Hey, Walmart That's is good. good. See, my, uh, my, my, my significant other, my girlfriend, uh, works at a pharmacy in, um, yeah, I know, we I said that. two different things. Uh, <laughs> she works at a, shit left and right over here, Max. <laughs> she works at a pharmacy in Walmarts, and uh, she really likes Walmart, and I go to Walmart whenever it's convenient. Don't have complaints about Walmart. It's a good time. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, do you ever go late at night and just want people? Oh, we used to do that when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Is when I didn't have anything else to do because I wasn't like a a good kid in high school. You know, <laughs> I didn't ever do anything wrong. So whenever I got bored, me and my buddies would just go to Walmart and buy like stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> that's that's what you do at Walmart. That's what you do. At Walmart, I appreciate yeah. that. All right. So Isabel, we're actually done with our first bottle of wine here. <laughs> I'm- we're doing solid work. Max, you're halfway oh, through well, here, I'll so you're running pace. Um, so Isabel and I are splitting. We're, we're going to compare the two. So after the first bottle, the Umu, 
2014 Chardonnay from South Australia. Uh, what do we think? I like it, actually. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. At first, I was like, for, I guess I didn't really know what Chardonnay was like. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I've had Chardonnay before, but I never really, like, actively compared it to other wine. Sure. It is definitely more crisp is more than crisp. other wines. <laughs> yeah. More full body. I kinda, still still I kinda, very sweet, but not as sweet as a Moscato. I actually yeah. like that it's not as sweet as, like, I like the less sweet white wines, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I agree. So I would give this, as of right now, probably a... Uh, Ooh, seven, eight out of ten? Yeah, I was I was thinking seven and a half because I couldn't decide between seven and eight. But and I know you I got like this it. one for two bucks, three bucks? Yeah. And it was on... <laughs> it, I took off the sticker, I'm realizing yeah, I think at it this was, moment. I think it's... On sale from like $13. Three dollars, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So not a bad wine. Not a bad wine at all. Two ninety nine. Yeah, it was on sale from $14. That's, that's a damn Dinky Liquors was like rolling in the deals. I got... <laughs> Unrelated to wine, which I don't know if I should talk about. I mean, I got a care. bottle of rum for five dollars. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Thing. And Jack got his twenty-four pack of um, Oktoberfest uh, beer, mm-hmm. uh, twenty-four pack for ten dollars. But the most incredible part about it was it came in a big box. You open up the top of the box, and inside it was just four six packs. Nice. Really? It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool, That's actually. That's what you want. And, and so every time he drinks the Oktoberfest, he'll put the label out, and it'll be. He'll, he'll look at the camera and he'll say, Oktoberfest. Brewed in Munich, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're actually going to do a photo shoot with him. I with, like that. Yeah. Incredible. Hopefully we'll get him nude and just have like a beer bottle over his dick. So. That's fun. That's really funny. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put that on his Tinder. A little scandy, but funny. A little, a little, a little scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was there. And do, have you guys ever had Coors Banquet? Of course I've had. Banquet that, beer. beer. The Banquet. Oh. But that is like. The Banquet beer. That beer. But that is like beer. a thick beer. I just had one yeah. for the first time Triple last thick. week. How many it C's is... are we talking? What? How many C's are we talking? We're talking like six C's. Like Shadi is like drinking a glass of bread. Like she don't quit. Honestly, <laughs> she yeah. She don't quit. <laughs> no, she don't. Um, but I saw at Dinky Liquors they had a twelve pack for six bucks of Coors Banquet. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. So according to my. My uh, roommate, who is a beer distributing guy. <laughs> yeah, um, you're, his roommate brings back beer on the regular. Yeah, so that's, every, every you Thursday. Mean, not that's even on the regular, drink. it's on the regs. It's yeah, on the, the regs, regs. Yeah. There you go. So uh, every Thursday, uh, my roommate brings back a bunch of beer. Because he gets it uh, for cheap at this beer distributor. It's every time somebody drops a case uh, or like breaks a bottle or they find a broken bottle or something, they put it in a pile and then on Thursdays, all the all the workers come in and they can buy a case for like six dollars, something like that, like very cheap. So Twenty four beers, six bucks, real cheap. So Frank will come back every every week um, with these beers, um, and we get a lot of beer. We have like a mountain of beer in my house right now. But according to him, and I this is unverified, but Dinky Town is what they call I don't know if it's called like a dump station or something, but it's where they will bring beers that are close to being expired mm. and put them in Dinky Town liquor because they know that college students will buy whatever's cheap. So if anything is getting <laughs> close, wrong. so if anything is getting close to expired, they'll just slap a cheaper price on it and then oh. it'll get bought. So that's uh, why buying buying beer at Dinky. I can't remember if this might be wrong, but it, it's either buying beer at Dinky Town is cheaper than at like. Total Wine. Oh, seriously. But buying liquor at Total Wine is cheaper than at Dinky Town, or it's the other way around. I don't remember which. I, d- I, I think you're probably right the way you're saying it, if I had to guess. Yeah, but also, like, like I would say regular 
liquor is probably more expensive at Dinky, but they have really good deal like they sales do. They do. on liquor there. If you don't really discriminate mm. like on what kind of rum you're buying, for mm. example, like I like making mojitos, but I don't really care what kind of rum goes into it because right. I'm in college. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that whole bit you're talking about, Max, is just a win-win because, yeah. like, yeah, for sure, cheaper beer, they get to dump, they do the dump station, yep. and college students, they're degenerates. They're gonna <laughs> drink the beer right away, <laughs> no. no matter as yeah. soon as possible. They'll drink it if it's expired. It, it, look, at, they could find a beer on the street if it's unopened. Like, hey, free beer! Like, yeah, no, wait, beer expires? Actually. Kind of, kind of. It'll it'll go like flat, or the the taste will just be less bad, or it'll skunk. Like if you if you if you have it cold and then you make it hot or warm and then you make it cold again it'll skunk and that's like expiring but like mm. they do have expiration dates but more of like a recommendation. Also, can I just say I really love that all the wine we got today is twist off. Yeah, honestly, shout out to that. Have oh, you cool. seen that vine? We're, where it's we're the like, right amount of trashy oh, today. Have you seen that vine? Where it's like I have I have a video of me doing that. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Oops. So this is a very visual action for, for those of you <laughs> listening on the podcast, game. but, um, yeah, we're, we're being very, so I, at this moment, Isabel and I are three quarters of the way through our, our wine. I'm still nursing Max, mine. Max is nursing his halfway through. I mean, we just poured the, the, okay. the, the amount to get to that three quarters. So we're in a good place right now as well. But now let's, now let's, since we're here. I think we gotta. I think we gotta move on to our next segment, and then we'll evaluate we the, fish, the fish eye when Once we, we at the final, more. the final evaluation after can't let it go. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Max, hmm. it's your time to shine. My time to shine. What What is it that you had that you want to talk about? Ooh, that's fish eye. So it's a, it's a switch up. Yeah. I did. I did. Uh, I didn't notice that I am, or I didn't mention earlier that I am a. Uh, I run my own cooking show mm-hmm. on the weekends on Sunday nights or really whatever time on Sunday that I do it, um, I decide to uh, cook a meal and uh, put it on Snapchat. What are you, what are you doing? I'm trying this? to get Neil to toss me the pillow. Oh, there we go. Okay, there gotcha. So I can lean on this. Yeah. Hello, hello. Are you breaking something right I now? Think I think This is the sketchiest no, time you've the, ever met in the, your life. The uh, thing of the couch, the yeah. armrest. Oh, we're doing just fine. Okay. Oh, there we go. Now we're, now we're very comfortable. You're comfortable. I'm, <laughs> I'm very comfortable. I'm glad to know that you're comfortable. I am. It makes me... <laughs> Uh, it makes me feel good that you feel good. It makes, it makes <laughs> you feel comfortable. It makes you feel comfortable. Um, uh, so I'm sorry to so rudely interrupt no, you with my comfort, good. Max. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just, uh, on the weekends, I run a, a cooking show. Um, been, uh, got it started when I was, uh, uh, let's see, this was in like... It's been going early, on for a little while. It's been since January uh, when I was by myself in my house because all my roommates went on vacation or whatever and I was back at school working um, I got really bored one day and I made a, what I thought was going to be like a one-off just here's me cooking. I don't even remember what, I, remember what it was. It was like stew or something like that. And, uh, it's always stew. It's always stew. And then, stew uh, Bennett. <laughs> yeah. It's always him. Oh, Stu. Who did he look like? He looks like me. Who's Was it you? He's in Run Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in Run Club. Yeah, People but call everyone him. thought he they were really twins. It's not like, it's not because like a famous person. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. Stu is famous. Is he tall? No, he's very short. Okay, never mind. I see. <laughs> he's very short. I'm on a tangent right now. I I bike a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I, that'll give you back problems. I'm will it? Right now. Will it? Okay, because I probably speaking from experience. I already yeah. have I already have knee problems. That's why I don't run. But anyway, I bike a lot. You haven't joined Run Club, Max. I have not joined Run Club, as believe it or not. Sure. Um, but when I'm biking over on West River Road, I always think I see you because there's this guy who's like a little bit taller. He's got dark hair, kind of curly. 
and he runs, and he's like a runner, obviously, because he's running. And I'm like, is that Seamus? And then every time I pass him, I'm like, no, he looks older than Seamus. Like, like older by like three years, you know? Like, maybe he's like, like a, a young professional, business a professional. Young professional yeah. Seamus. A young professional Seamus. A young professional Seamus. So I will say there is um, one of Stu's friends also looks like Stu, and he's tall, and we call him Big Stu. <laughs> <laughs> you might be seeing Big Stu. Big Stu. Have you seen Big Stu? Big that would make Stu, my but Seamus is also Stu. And Stu is Stu. Yeah, so but now Stu and I don't look like each other anymore. Well, I thought Stu was Seamus. All you know, I got called Stu. I think more than Stu got called Seamus. Oh. It was freshman year when you were really trying to find our way in this world in oh, our club. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah, deep. yeah, thank you. I, I remember when I had a, a buddy um, over uh, from Sheboygan. Actually, we went bowling with run club people, and Stu was there. I was there, and my friend was there, and so it was Stu, Stu, and Stu's friend. <laughs> Oh, on the uh, we were named on the bowling uh, on the bowling uh, surface, I guess we'll say. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. See, when I was when I was a freshman, I I rowed on the uh, rowing club team, mm-hmm. and um, there were two Maxes on the team. Um, this other kid's name was Jordan Maxwell. My name is Maxwell Danger. Obviously, Maxwell that's Danger. that's totally yeah. totally yeah. what my middle name is. Hundred percent. Um, and uh, that's but like the oldest. Neil joke. just gave Max a look. This was. Neil's our, sitting our here judging everyone. Our studio audience here. We're not apple. letting Neil talk because you ruined the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so there was there was Jordan Maxwell and me, and the other Max. He went by Max, and I went by Max. But we couldn't have two Maxes on the team because our coach would yell at us. So when we we're on the boat, and he would yo, Max, adjust your stroke, and then one of us would be like, which one? He'd say, both of you, because we both sucked. But um, <laughs> so, but eventually, we were like, okay, we need to find nicknames for everybody. So I, being a bearded individual for the past couple of years, uh, got nicknamed Beard. <laughs> as long as I've known you? As long as, as, long as Seamus has known me, I've had a beard for a couple, with a couple of hiatuses. I um, remember when I was stalking the OLs after we got the email. Yep. And I was like, who the, who the fuck is this guy? He's yeah. like a firefighter with yeah. a full beard. I'm like, is this man like yeah. 24? Like, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was intentional to put all of my most uh, old looking pictures on my <laughs> Facebook. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I got called Beard. And the other Max, rather than getting called, you know, Jordan, his first name, which he should have been called, uh, he just kept going by Max. Or sometimes he'd go by his last name. So that was annoying. Was but you his know last name Maxwell? No, his last name was Loy. But, uh, <laughs> That's a dumb last name. Wait, I Loy. know someone with the last name Loy. It's probably Max Loy. Probably some guy that I... No. Not, not him? Never mind. You don't, know the, you don't know him. I'm sorry, <laughs> Max Loy. I didn't mean to just totally rip on your last name. Max Loy. It's okay. We, we, we fight all the time. Well, uh, we, we did have a bet that if we fought to the death, who would win? And it was a resounding me. So, <laughs> Max, that is the most you bet I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. You see, you, you know me post-rowing. Uh, yeah, okay. You yeah. don't hang out a lot with my rowing people, but we were, a, we were a, a rowdy bunch. Continue to be a rowdy bunch. Fair so. enough. I'm just pouring more wine here. Pour a little more wine. So, Max, you know, I think there's a, um, a magnet I've seen. A I don't magnet. know if you've ever seen this magnet. You know, um, it says, I like to cook with, cook with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food, which is like, so funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> so funny. That's, that's something that... I like yeah. that you said it as a magnet. It, it, it's just like, like a quote. I've definitely seen it as a magnet most often. <laughs> See, I feel like that's something that like that like one of my mom's friends would put on her car. Or like on a dish towel. Yeah, on a dish towel. Or like yeah. or like one of those like greeting cards or the Facebook memes you see. <laughs> 
Facebook is now for moms. I'm making oh, that. Oh, it is. That, that not even Moms and take. college students. That's strictly it. I don't. Like, but I don't honestly, use it. Honestly, yeah. Go ahead. I use it for like student groups though. Yeah. Like you, Facebook for college students is communication. It's like you use Messenger. You use, you may, might use a student group type of thing, but you don't use Facebook as like your, your board to post your feelings and emotions. That's no, true. No, I guess no, I haven't no posted posts on anything. Facebook. My go-to platform is Twitter drafts. <laughs> so like I've I have probably twenty drafts, but I'm too scared to actually tweet them for fear of someone on Twitter like quoting my tweet and then getting like three hundred thousand retweets of them being like this stupid as fuck. I have <laughs> Twitter drafts are just the like the uh, equivalent of screaming into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> it's, your, it's your inner monologue. You know? <laughs> it is the other one. The other day I had a really really long one about um. Google Maps rerouting. <laughs> a really long one? Yeah, it was like... Was it like three tweets? No. <laughs> yeah, it was like a thread. <laughs> no, it was, it was a little one out of six on there. No, it was like... Yeah, no, it was like... No, Google. No, Miss Google. I will not do a U-turn, then immediately take a right turn, hop a divided highway, and then take a left turn just because you decided to reroute. And then drive off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen, the, have you seen that, that, that tweet where it was like, Apple Maps, use our, use our carefully curated artistic design to get you to your next location, 17 minutes. Google Maps, use our sophisticated algorithms and, and our, and our and complex mathematics to get you to your destination, 15 minutes. Waze, drive through this dude's living room, 5 minutes. <laughs> Also, the Apple Maps icon used to advise you to literally drive off a bridge. It literally would take a left turn off a bridge. And there was, like, no no exit there at all. You, you know the song, uh, Lazy Sunday? Classic uh, <laughs> yes, Only On song yes. where they talk about their favorite maps, how Google Maps is the best. Mm-hmm. That's been it replaced. is, undisputedly, it's, it's the best one, Maps for sure. But, uh... Um, so my brother, my brother was, is a military guy and he was deployed, deployed out in the Middle East, uh, for a while. And he said that Waze is like the only one to use out there. Yeah. Waze is the only one to use out there because like Google maps isn't as like up to date and Waze will be like, Oh, there's a roadblock here. Like you can't go here. Cause the, there was a, you know, something going on because it's like Waze is like user source data. Yeah. yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. like Google maps isn't, but also in the United States, Google Maps has their little cars and like sensors and shit everywhere. Yeah. So that that makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Funny. Okay. I, I feel like so we got very. That very was like attention. Honestly, we're gonna say you had two topics that you brought in today: maps. Yes. And maps and, 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 maps and, and uh, things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was a bit of a tangent, but yeah, let's get back. So okay, so, so what was the topic you were? I think tangent. You had. I wanted to say it. that so bad, but I thought I would be ridiculed. God, so I'm puns, glad you said puns. it. <laughs> I think we had we had we had started with Seamus asking if I had ever cooked with wine, and then that immediately was not answered. I was trying to bring it back from the other tangent we were on, which I don't even remember. What that <laughs> then was. we went on another one. So the tan. So the question of have I cooked with wine? Yes, I have. Um, I have cooked a decent, actually very good um, steak. Once I, I I did a um, uh, wine red wine marinade with a venison steak, um, and uh, it was very very good. I don't remember the recipe at all, um, but uh, I think this the gist of it was a couple of spices, some garlic and wine, and then soak it in a bag for like a day, and that was about uh, was about what you did. So 
Yeah, I've cooked <laughs> with wine. I've cooked with beer. Cooked with a lot of beer. Oh, beer brats. Not even. Really? No, I haven't done that yet. I've done a uh, beer. I put beer in most chilies that I do though because oh, okay. it uh it enhances the flavoring. You know. What kind of I... beer? What kind of beer? A Guinness and one. That was an expensive chili. Nice. nice. Um, <laughs> that was an expensive. Chili. <laughs> uh, Understandable. That was that was good chili though. Um, usually it's just like Coors Light, Keystone. You know. Yeah. You, you put talk- Keystone in chili? <laughs> hey, it's not about the t- it's not about like the quality of the beer. It's about just getting that like little alcohol taste in there. You At know? this point, just throw hams in there. I think I've done that. I think Keystone <laughs> is worse than hams. Keystone is. Uh, it might be. I'll take a keystone. As long as it's not boxer. <laughs> no, honestly. that's because you're in a frat, Neil. <laughs> Um, I would also like to say, the beer frat boys. For those of you listening, which who might be orientation leaders because we have Max and I here. What up? Um, Jake Howley lent <laughs> us a whole case of hams after drinking like, two He lent to you? I texted him. So we had our celebration, the one we went to Chino Latino, and we had a nice, a nice total wine run before that. Watching Jake Holly in a liquor store is the most fascinating experience you'll ever see. He knows everything about every liquor. But we went, to, we went over there. He buys this case of hams. Leaves it at our place. I text him the next day. I'm like, hey, do you want to stop by and pick up your, your hams? Because there's like 28 of the 30 racks still in there. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he responds the next day through an email <laughs> entitled Hams Inquiry <laughs> that says, Dear Mr. Zenk, <laughs> in regards to your inquisition about the hams yesterday, I would like to... Thankfully, offer. Oh, Neil's gonna pull it up here. We have the entire email. Um, that was a great catch, by the way. Thank you. Uh, he says, uh, "Salutations, Mr. Zenk. I am responding to your inquiry <laughs> last so night regarding the hams beer left in your humble abode during this weekend. <laughs> I will happily offer the rest of the case to you and your flatmates as a thank you for hosting all of us guests this weekend. I am dreadfully sorry that I have to communicate in this in this manner as well. My cellular device is unger- undergoing some repair at the moment." So I was not able to respond to your text message last night. Please ham it the fuck up in all caps <laughs> with the beer that is left. <laughs> I am trusting that you'll make found use of the beer of the sky blue waters. Send my regards to your roommate as well, as, as well as your fellow co-workers if you're in the office today. Until we speak again, cordially, Jacob D. Holly. <laughs> what a legend, honestly. That what is a legend. So, okay, can I just say, from looking... Right, so you guys talk about him a lot, so I did... A little stalking on social media. I think he's like, wait, was he the one who wore the polo in? Uh... <laughs> he wears a polo. He he bought a black polo from the bookstore that is the same black polo the SBCs wear. <laughs> Student program coordinators, thank there you. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, he bought the same black polo, and he would wear it on our Throwback Thursdays, where the SBCs would wear our Throwback polos. So he would have more authority than us on those days. <laughs> and he wore that polo out to Blarney's. When he and I took tequila shots with the wrong glove officers. Yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I totally interrupted you. Sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. Um, what was I saying? About? Oh, yeah. So I looked him up on Facebook. I was looking through his pictures. And this does not look like a guy who would do all the wild shit you say. He's, we tell you, he's an enigma. Fuck. An absolute enigma. He's, he's this, one of the, that email cracked me up. He's one of the most iconic characters I think I've ever met in my life, you know. He, I he need to really... meet this guy, Seamus. You should have him on the podcast. Well, I'm on Oof. the podcast. That would be a wow. real fun podcast. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be just... That would be must-listen Must-listen audio. Listen audio, audio. <laughs> I, I could not imagine the amount of stories that you would hear that would be, in, it would be mixed between 
just the most intelligent conversation you've ever had in your life and the absolute dumbest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. Like, there's no in-between with this man. There really isn't. Honestly, I think I don't think we would have any, like, of the segments that we usually have where it's, like, start talking about the wine, you know, have the guests talk about what they want to talk about, can't let it go. No, it would just By be way, straight Jake Holly stories. We're not letting Max talk about what he wants to talk about. Okay, so I'm currently, as we speak... Pulling up Yo Chef Max. Well, Max, I want you to talk about this, some of the Was this your chosen topic for today? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I didn't have really a whole lot Is of Is there anything plan. else that you want to say about your cooking show, the success of it, where you hope it goes, anything like that? I mean, I'd obviously like to make a living doing this and just like have my once a week thing be make millions of dollars so that I don't have to, you know, do a real job. But mm-hmm. um everyone Instagram famous. Instagram That's my famous. goal as God. well. Like, do Max you recently has forty two uh, excuse me, forty seven followers. Forty seven followers. That's Five go. more than you're following, which is a win. Yeah, That's, that is a plus. Are you private? I'm not private, no. You can you can stalk me. Everyone um, at Y O at er C <laughs> And we said Neil can't read. <laughs> I always get those letters. It's Yo Chef Max. If you <laughs> mess that up, you got problems. Yo Chef Max. Y O C H E F M A X. All right. <laughs> so right, I'm going to pull up a, a picture of one of your recipes here sure, next. Of course, of course. And I just want you to walk me through it. Tell me what you what you appreciate about that. What you would have liked to do. Of course. Anything that comes to mind. All right. So I'm taking a look at your. <laughs> Yeah, I did make memes also, once. Also, at first, I read it as something else. <laughs> yep, it says cumin. All right, it's it says cumin. cumin. <laughs> what what could you have read it as, Isabel? Uh, so I got I got to read the meme uh, meme first. So it is the um, classic guy looking over his shoulder. A meme, the one that I was following. Ooh. The unfa- yeah. the unfaithful boyfriend meme. Unfaithful boyfriend. Wow, that was a very apt description. So that's what it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the the person that the unfaithful boyfriend is looking at says. Dumping cumin, garlic, and onion into everything. The boyfriend says me, and the uh, current girlfriend says using a balanced blend of spices. Yeah. <laughs> so it right now. one of the motifs on my show is that, and this has been a long-standing thing, is that uh, cumin is the god spice. Uh, it goes well with pretty much everything. Everything. It's amazing. It, you just just add cumin to whatever you're cooking, and it's great. Um, on top of that, garlic. Use as much of it as you can, and onion. Same thing. Um, so that's uh, spoken like a true. Alexandrian. Yeah, as I don't know if you. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> no response. So uh, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm I'm that guy, um, and that is my my thing. Did you want to pull up a, a, an actual I, I'm recipe? I'm looking at one right now that looks especially good to me. So I want to talk. I want you to talk to me about your ribs that you made. Um, oh. <laughs> On my, July 9th. July 9th. That would have been with my father. And, and I want you. I want the the audience to hear one of the most <laughs> unbelievable reviews. I guess. The most resounding reviews that I, I have ever heard. Uh, Daily Dose of Sarah. <laughs> Sarah Daly, our co-worker. Vegetarian. Um, who is a pescatarian. Yep. That pescatarian, correct. She says, I don't eat meat, and this picture makes me question my decision to be pescatarian. Yes. That Which was, one was that? Where are the ribs? It is the fourth most recent one, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes. Fourth most recent. Look at that. Um, um, Max, walk me through these ribs. So, uh, I come from as, as a... As Isabel mentioned earlier, uh, I'm from Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, my parents <laughs> still live there. Was that uh, part of your original intro, too? Because we've then brought it up a lot of times. I don't know if it was. It was, it he, was. But here I am. Did you do the whole wave, too? Like, hello, everyone. Hello, my everyone. Is my name is Max. I'm a rising senior. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so uh, my, my I, I went home for the 4th of July, and uh, one of my, my only request when I was home was that uh, my dad and I make ribs together because my dad, Ooh. my dad is a smoker, and uh, if you've never had smoked ribs before, you need to. Um, and um, 
so my dad, my dad and I, I said, you know, I want to be home. We're going to make ribs. It's going to be great. And, uh, on the Sunday before I left home, so this has been July 9th of 2018, excuse me. Um, my dad and I decided to make ribs. Um, I got up at 6am, uh, to get the process started. Basically you just, Dang, you just, too early. it was really early. Um, you basically just, that's how you make the good ribs. It's how you make good ribs. It takes time, uh, dedication, motivation. Can I, can I ask you a quick question? Question. Yes. Is this is Neil. From the audience, what? Yeah. Is your dad my Uncle Neil? <laughs> <laughs> my dad is not Neil's Uncle Neil. Uh, my dad is my dad, Tom. Um, so close. So close, Neil. You know, it, it, it was, it's easy to uh, mistake, you know. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> that man loves his smoker. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I went, went home Sunday morning, woke up 6 a.m., put the ribs on. It's basically like a like a three to one process. It's three hours on the smoker. Take them off, wrap them up, put a little juice on in, in the wrap, uh, put them back on for two hours. God. Take them off, take them out of the wrapping, put the sauce on it, put them in for another hour. They're done. Really, honestly, it's pretty easy. I got a question from one of my uh, loyal followers who was like, "You didn't put any spices on there. What are you doing?" I said, "You don't need spice when you use the right kind of smoker wood." Mm. So you know, don't so, add me. Well, okay, what kind the, of smoker yeah, wood? Smoker wood. That's we my have. Because I know they do like apple. That's like, what we had, yes. Um, oh, that's the best. So we, my we, uh, we had an apple tree in our backyard that stopped producing apples. So my dad cut it down, mm. uh, which is good because I had a mower on that thing for 12 years and that was annoying. So, um, But we cut the wood, cut the cut the tree down, uh, got the apple wood, dried it out, put it in the smoker. That's the that's the story of how that wood got in that smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Max had apple wood in his smoker. Yeah, that's how I had apple wood in the smoker. That's what everyone came for. That is, I'm, I'm sure this is the quality content that your fans. Yeah. Are so I, how how were the ribs? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. So I'm thinking. Yes. We need to have a rib night. You have a rib night? Do you yeah. have a smoker? No. Okay. We have to get a smoker, Seamus. Seamus. I don't have a smoker, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna make a hard transition here. I'm looking at another picture that just looks fantastic. Wait, can I ask you a question really quick okay, first? Quick question, that yeah. I've been holding on to for a while. YCMWWC. What is that hashtag? Yo, Chef Max, what we cooking? <laughs> That's the show. Why are you looking at the... Okay. We're looking at the same <laughs> picture. Neil and I have a similar taste. Okay. Okay, okay go for Walk it. Walk me through Thanks. these cilantro lime drumsticks. That those, sounds amazing. Those were quite good. Um, that was a... I think that was one of the first ones I made on my Instagram, right? Um, no, it's it not is It is an early one. It's, it's early, early. early. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't have a whole lot on here, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. So, so the show is mostly... I'm, I was expecting there's, there's 20, more. There's 20, 20 posts on this Instagram. I only started the Instagram in, like, spring break. To be fair, that's a, that's a week. So, I mean, do, yeah. do you do it weekly? I do it... Uh, tw- I try and do it twice a week. Uh, the main meal on, like, Sunday or Monday. And then okay. the, I do a secondary meal or some memes. Because as you, as you can see on this on this cilantro lime drumstick, you do make packs. You right. Make so, so... That my, does, that does, like, really My good. show is... My, my the show black is bean uh, corn. the black bean corn is phenomenal. Um, so my show started and kind of continues to be a meal prep show. So this is how I do it. But um, my uh, so yeah, so that cilantro lime one was basically one of the weeks I was like, okay, well I'm just gonna look at all these different meal prep sites and see what looks good. Found the cilantro lime one. I think on like budgetbites.com, which is a pretty Ooh. good site. Um, like is that is that your go to finding recipes? There's a couple. I use Budget Bites. I use Fit Men Cook. I use whatever's on the internet. Just Google like I want to like this last week I made black bean burgers and I just was like, what's the best black bean burger? Take note, listeners. Yep. Super easy. Oh yeah, I've got my I got some of my stories on my uh, on my Instagram mm-hmm. saved. Um, but the uh, yeah, so that that cilantro lime drumsticks one was a. I'm trying to think back to what that was. It was basically just a uh, a really quick, easy one because you threw the drumsticks in the oven for like 
an hour while mm-hmm. you did the other stuff and mm-hmm. then you put it all together put it in your little Tupperware containers with the corn I think or with the whatever and he's got the it. whole ingredient list the yep. steps on here so yep. if you are interested in in these as listeners it's, it's an easy recipe apparently easy so. recipe yep um, this well, looks really, really good. None of my stuff is super complicated because, um, contrary to any sort of belief, I actually don't know how to cook. Um, <laughs> I am just winging it the entire time. So I've there got, I am. I've got a question about these. Yeah. I got another question from the audience. Neil. Cilantro. Yeah. And wings. <laughs> is it as good on day four as it is on day one? Ooh, these are question the questions we That is a good question. I've been wondering that too. I hate meal prepping. The, and then day three, I just hate my food. The, uh, I have had, um. How often do you meal how often do you be cooking, yeah? I've done it twice. Done it twice. <laughs> Neil's go-to dinner is pretzels and hot sauce. No, it's not. <laughs> it used to be. But uh, to answer the... It still is, and you know it. Don't lie. To, to answer the, to answer the question, though, um, yes and no. Like, the, it retains the quality fairly well. Max just finished his bottle, by the way. It's all poured out into his glass now. Let's go. Well, Seamus, we're almost done. We should just finish yeah, this. Let's, let's, let's pour it evenly into the into our glasses here. I'd say I'd say the meals retain the quality, but you can get tired of them if they're not something that you really love. Um, I made, and there we have it, folks. All, the, all the bottles, all are, the bottles empty. are empty. It's a drink. Um, I've had mm. some meals. Oh, yeah, clinking. There we go. There it is. And there it is, the cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I've had some meals that I've really enjoyed throughout the entire week, and I've had some meals that I really just wanted to be done with at week day four. Um, those ones I think were pretty good because you know chicken's chicken, and yeah. if you if you like chicken, you're gonna be okay. So, yeah. Max, right. is there anything else that you want to say about your Yo Chef Max? Any cooking tidbits that you uh, you want to make sure that you wrap up before we move just on? follow me and. Uh, if you don't know how to cook, like start reading instructions. Um, it's pretty easy. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's the deal. Yo Chef Max on Instagram, and that's I think the only place I'm gonna do things. I used to do on Snapchat, but I'm gonna transition away, so it's not on my you know private account. Uh, <laughs> and people probably are more likely to look at it on Instagram. On Instagram, that's yeah. Fine. So there I am. Instagram, Yo Chef Max, go follow me. Give it a follow. I enjoy it. I've been following for three weeks, two weeks now or so. You've been following on Snapchat for longer than that. You I, like, I did see the original. Seamus was one of my post. original fans. I gave him a snap right after and said I really enjoyed it. So That's good. I'm, yep. I'm going to say that I was a factor. He's a day one player, you know? I'm a day one player. Uh, All right. I think we're going to move on to Can't Let It Go. Can't Let It Go. So this is the portion of the podcast where we talk about something that is... Has been on our minds, something that we've been thinking about a lot. Um, really something that, as it sounds like, we can't let go. Yeah. Um, you want to start, Seamus? I don't want to start because I honestly don't know if I can't let it go okay. is quite yet. But I know Max has been thinking about it. And I know you have been thinking about it if you have one. You well, so ready. I've been thinking about it throughout the podcast since halfway since you mm. told me. Because okay. I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. But honestly, like, this is... A more serious thing. But I've been thinking lately. So I'm taking this summer class. Mm-hmm. It's inf- information technology. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. TBH. I don't know the full name of the class. But. It happens. It's, it's ending last sign. week. Always a good sign. I'll, it's ending last week. So I'm. Or next week. Wow. <laughs> I love wine. Um, <laughs> so it's ending next week. And I'm really excited about it. But it is a really interesting class. And. One of the big topics we've been talking about that I can't let go is big data. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard about... Preach. you yes. read about big data uh-huh. at all, but uh-huh. I think it is so interesting. So I'm a marketing major. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, big data is a huge part of marketing. Like, knowing 
how and why people buy the things they do is, I don't know, I just think it's fascinating. Anyway, so we've been reading a lot about big data, um, and recently I read an article about, like, should, it was called, like, should people be paid for their data? Mm. And it was just interesting to, like, read about why, like, like, your data, Mm -hmm. whether or not you know, and I know, like, older people tend to get really freaked out about this, Mm. but I feel like, I don't know, I don't really get that worried because I feel like when I sign up for something online, I just kind of assume that my data is going to be shared everywhere. Right. But, like, literally when you're scrolling through Twitter on your phone, if you linger on a photo or, like, a tweet or something, they, like, count that as, like, you being interested in that topic. Right? Like... They have everything, like, what you click on, like, what you, what your mouse, like, on Facebook, if you're on Facebook on your computer, if your mouse lingers on something, that's, like, you're interested in it because you, like, thought about it. Oh, and it's wow. just, like, like, those websites, I know there's that whole thing with Facebook recently, but, like, I don't know, I just think it's so interesting, and then we've also been talking about artificial intelligence, which, like, Ooh. big data goes into that so much, and anyways, this article I was reading was talking about Facebook and, like, if you got paid for your data, like, it's kind of ridiculous, but you would only be paid $9 for all of that data. Wow. Like, your data is sold for so little money. For complete but it, knowledge of, like, what your interests are, what everything about But it's, is. like, things that, like, even now on Facebook, if you didn't express interest in it, they would know you're interested in it. Like, for example, I've never posted anything on my on my Facebook anything like that about what my political views are but based on what i like and what i interact with they can infer what mm-hmm. and like predict what my political views are well and honestly i feel like that's a pretty easy one to infer and I'm it, sure there's a lot more things where right it's and that's an subtle, example like of like know. yeah like one that you can kind of like get oh shit like mm-hmm. i get that they can do that but you don't really think about that but yeah, there's so much stuff they know about you that you might not even know about yourself, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I mean, because you hear the stories about the person who, like, they had Facebook or Target ads for pregnancy tests before the person even knew that they were pregnant. Yeah, and the they, they what they were and at. they sent the ads to their parents yeah, that was too, the, that and was their parents were yeah. like, yeah, and their parents were like, oh, you're pregnant, and she was like, no, and they're like, well, why are they sending you all these pregnancy ads? She took a pregnancy test, and she was pregnant. Wow. It was, it was, the, the thing was, she had been, she had been on Target's website, like, looking at baby stuff, and Target saw that, and then sent the parents, like, sent to the parents' address, sent them. Because um, she was living at home, she's yeah, like. living at home, she was, uh, she was a teen, teenage, yeah. teenage girl, got pregnant, um, and hadn't told her parents yet, but she was searching for baby stuff on, on Target, and then Target sent to her coupons for like baby strollers and stuff like that so yeah it's it's pretty intense and like we also read this article about this guy in germany who requested because as like you're right you can request your data Mm -hmm. from any company Mm -hmm. like if you wanted to know all the data facebook has on you you're right like you have the right to request that data which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I kind of want to do it just to, like, you can, see. You can do it just off, like, the Facebook page. Yeah, just it's... Just your data, yeah. Exactly. But he requested it, and they had, like, hundreds of pages of data. They had stuff he thought he deleted, all his likes, every message he's ever sent, like, that's all incredible. this stuff that he thought was personal, that's not. And I guess, like, growing up on social media... And it's interesting for us, too, because we kind of grew up, like, I remember AOL. I remember dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. Like... Yep. 
my family had that, but at the same time, we're also, like, very well-versed in technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. That's why I can't let it go. No, it's, I, I won't get too no. deep into it, but... It's super yeah, interesting for you. Even though I really do not like this class I'm taking, I think big data <laughs> is super interesting. Right. And it is related to my major, so sure. I guess that kind of makes yeah. sense, but... Yeah, data is a huge, huge field right now. Like, my... Oh, the position I'm in right Please. now is talking about how... If I wanted to be a data analyst for transportation, they say that's a gigantic field right now. Huge. For transportation, yeah. location-based data is oh, like yeah. the best data you can go Huge. into for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Max, Max what's your? Yeah, I know you've been. You said right. you texted Max. Texted me. He said, "I know exactly what I'm going to talk about for Canada." I, I, I know exactly what I can't let go this week. I actually have a couple of things, but I have a couple of things that I was thinking about, but I know which one I'm going to do. Okay, go for it. Um. <laughs> so. You live in Minneapolis. I do live in. You we live all in, live in Minneapolis. In this area, do you, you, I, do you I have, see most of our listeners I'm live from in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Too. Okay, do you, do you have a house? Are you living in a house around here? I live in the Elysian Apartments, which is one block that way. Do but have, my parents are from near Lake Harriet. Okay, do you have a car? I mean, I do, but not always. Not here. No. Okay, do you have a car? I do not have a car. You don't have a car. Do you have a car, Neil? Do you park it in the parking lot back over there? That was a yes from Neil. It's, yes. It's just right there. It's okay. right in our parking lot. Okay. Yeah. So. I live in a place where I we have essentially two parking spots. And I <laughs> Do you live, live in a, a house? I live in a house, yeah. Okay. I live in a house. And my my roommate has a very nice vehicle. I have a pretty nice vehicle. My other roommate has a pretty nice vehicle. We have four or five cars. So it's between, a bougie household. Between this <laughs> there it's a it's a twelve bedroom house that's split in two. Um, we have six people. We have six people on one side. Our neighbors are living the other side. We don't. We don't really interact with them a whole lot. Anyway, uh, we interact with our new. Black Wait, neighbors. do you have a name for your house? Uh, three hundred one. <laughs> That's what you call it. That's just. It's just. Our I feel house. like a group of twelve guys would name their house. Well, but it's it's, not, it's, a it's six guys. It's, a it's six guys on one side. Oh, it's a group a of other people on the other side. We don't really interact. Is with it them. split in half like this? It's split in half like side by side. Oh, okay. weird. Anyway, okay, continue. Anyway, wait, where do you live? Uh, he's in Marcy. Marcy, yeah. Like he doesn't couple, live in like the a, hot dog house, does he? No, no not in hot dog. No. Like, like oh, okay. what are you, like five blocks yeah, away? Yeah, not, not too far. Oh, anyway, okay. um, we have, in between the six of us, we have basically one spot. And we have five, four or five cars. So we have to park on the street a lot. Mm-hmm. And my hot take of the evening is that Minneapolis Parking <laughs> like, Police... Okay. Minneapolis Parking Police is a strictly predatory service. <laughs> because, and here's, here's, here's my take on it, here's my take on it. It's because I've only been, ta- I've been ticketed since I got a car and have been in Minneapolis and living in this place. I've been ticketed, uh, let me think, three times. Uh, wow. One time. But like, Dinky Town, like the whole area surrounding Dinky Town Huge, huge ticket area. Ticket area. But here, here's sure. here's the issue I draw with it. I had been parking in this spot for two weeks straight, just <laughs> parking in this one spot. Nobody ever gave me an issue. One day, I walk out to my car, parking ticket on the windshield. Okay, okay, that's weird. I didn't know I was parked in an illegal spot. I've been parking here for forever. Apparently, I was too close to a stop sign. <laughs> Thirty say, feet. Thirty feet from a stop sign is apparently the the distance. Yeah. And the spot so that, that I have that doesn't happen in practice. No, it does not happen in practice. And here's here's my issue with that. So I not was like, in Marcy at least. Not in Marcy at all because no. Marcy, like like my my street, will sometimes have people literally parked right and next to the stop sign. But the thing is, that's because we don't have alleys. Right, we don't have alleys at all. Mm-hmm. So in this area, um, anyway, so so there will be people parked like right up to the stop sign. Um, so I got a ticket there once. I was like, okay, that's weird. I'm, I just won't park there again. Um, parked in a different spot. Let my roommate borrow my car one time. He parks in that spot again. Got another <laughs> ticket. 
And I was like, okay, that's that's super super weird, but I know you shouldn't park there. You paid the ticket, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But I realized the two times that I got a ticket were at the end of the month. Minneapolis parking police will come out for two different types of things. They will come out to fill their quota at the end of the month if they haven't <laughs> filled enough parking tickets, or they will come out during an event because they know that they can get parking tickets then. Yeah. So that's my thing is if you're not upholding the rules all the time. And my roommates, one of my roommates' cars just got totaled, or not totaled, um, towed recently because he was apparently too close to a driveway. He wasn't blocking the driveway. He was apparently just too close to a driveway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's him. a thing that, like, the homeowners call about. Right, and that, that that's part, that that's an issue too. But, like, he wasn't blocking the driveway. It, on my street, if I were to go out at any random point of the day and just take a note, there would probably be six or seven cars parked legally in my block. But they don't ticket it unless they have a reason to. And that's not how that works. You either ticket all the time and you uphold the law so that everybody knows, oh, I don't park here because this is an illegal spot to park, or you don't ticket at all because it's not worth it. If if your laws are to ticket because you want money from the people, that's predatory and that's propagating the lower class. And I had a great conversation in the uh, in the uh, the line at the impound lot when my car got towed because I parked in a uh, emergency lane one time about how that's a uh, uh, it's a different story anyway <laughs> um, about how some feelings there. Max, okay, I'm but getting, here's getting. my thing. Here's your thing. So that's the thing that's wrong with the justice. There are so many things wrong. With What's the wrong with the justice system, we're not, Isabel? We're not going to run. Are we going to get into that and can't let it go? Not now. Maybe not next now. week. Next However, yeah, we're getting a lot of press around all us. Our that's next week. wrong. Uh, not no, that's not all that's wrong. It's, it's part like, of what's wrong. Yeah, it's part of what's wrong. For real though, like I seriously think, and here's the thing: if you go, if you're like, I'm taking this shit to court. Yeah. You fight those parking tickets. Yeah. One second. Yeah. Gone. They're done. They're gone. They're like you don't even have to pay them. Yeah. Because the whoever's the judge of the court will be like. We don't have the time to deal with this shit. This, this costs us more money to deal with it than it does to actually give you the ticket. Because you know those judges are being paid more than your oh. fucking parking ticket yeah, per hour. Car per hour. <laughs> Literally. Like, it's just ridiculous. And that's, like, everyone I know who's gone to fight a parking ticket and, like, what you just told me, yep. if you told that to a judge, they would, without a doubt, relieve your parking ticket. But... In this case, is it worth your time? You know, that's, that's like the thing. The is thing. Like, it says it says like you need to appear in court between the hours of eight and four on a Monday through Friday. I'm like that's when I'm working, and that's why they do that. And that's though. why they do that. They you can't do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, Seamus is time for can't let it go, and then we're. I'm gonna make mine short and quick. Short and quick. Um, I was thinking about it while y'all quick were and doing dirty. can't let it go. Is um, I don't have any story or anything that that has been on my mind this week. <laughs> I was just thinking about this <laughs> He's last night and today. So, I'm going to make this about orientation. <laughs> In my role... Wait, can you leaving, tell us what the full name of the office is? Uh, orientation and Transition Experiences, formerly known as Orientation and First Year Program. You know, do you know life. how many yeah, people I've had to c- correct on that? It rolls off the thing so much better than OT, but... And also, we didn't fucking realize there was another fucking OTE on campus. There is another. What's the other one? The Office of Teacher Education. So why'd you do that? I, don't ask me. I didn't have the final decision. God, Beth, what the hell? Yeah, Beth. BLC. <laughs> we Beth Lingren Clark. Excuse me. Abbreviations. BLC. BLC. <laughs> BLC. 
BLC. <laughs> um, Seamus, this is why we always end up going so long because we progressively get more time. I This is fun. I'm having fun. Yeah, me and too. also, I'd like to say, Isabel and I are done. Max is done too. Wait, there's a little bit in there. Wait, that. he's straight out of the bottle. Straight out of the bottle. There and we go. All, all glasses, all bottles are okay. Done. Can That's we do a quick round of a no? Oh, yeah, round a of a round of a hand, applause. perhaps. A round of a hand. That's what I said at the welcome the other day. Did um, you really? I did. That's what the woman at uh, trivia on Wednesdays always says. She's always like, "All right, a it's, round of a hand for the replaced team," and then she's like, and then she goes, "Wait, no, <laughs> round of applause." And then she says it again, and she says, a round of a hand, and I'm like, honestly, that woman's my favorite. Did I tell you that? She's Last funny. time She's I was at Wednesday like Trivia, she was like, oh my god, you're back! Hi! I'm so happy you're here! And I was like, girl, I don't even know your name. Last night at Trivia, the team consisting of our roommates and Jake Howell, they got fourth out of four, and three, the top three get prizes. <laughs> But, you okay, know, but the third fine. place gets like theater tickets or adult playtime. I would rather have that than nothing. <laughs> I anyway, can't believe you guys have fourth. Our team yeah, has never gotten fourth, fourth it was, it was in bad. But, um, weeks. My can't let it go. Can't let it go. So in in the uh, orientation leader group and the SPC group, I've been dubbed the snake of the group. The snake. I'm the snake, and that's something that I can't let go. Of. I'm a slithery snake. I'm a slithery snake. What? A YouTube video if you don't know the reference. Um, and it's Search be- snake <laughs> on YouTube and <laughs> snake man. Snake man. Oh, I just, Jack showed me that last night. It was my favorite. Have you not seen it? I didn't see it before then. Sheamus! My favorite thing of all time. Yeah, it was it's so funny. fucking funny. Okay, mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and, and it's not my can't let it go because I'm like, Peeved that I'm a snake. <laughs> Honestly, to be perfectly honest, I eat that snake shit up. I was like, gonna say you're proud that you're a snake. Sometimes aren't you? it's tough to be honest. <laughs> sometimes it's tough to be honest. <laughs> you were talking earlier. You're like, honestly, I'm a Loki snake because I know the Instagram, and I was like, Seamus is proud <laughs> AF. I, that. Oh, my goal as an SBC was to be like the person who knows things. Like I want to know but things. Knows things that people don't know. You know exactly. Which was no, is what makes you a snake. There, there's a couple in the OL group, and like who? they. I'm not gonna say the number. I'm not gonna say the names. Okay, it doesn't so matter. Well, matter. you'll tell that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but Post show. they like they happened right around Spring Jam, and we knew th- about them right around Spring Jam, <laughs> and then during like so summer they can't orient- hide shit from OLs. <laughs> oh, we have some, you know, the real snakes are the people in the OL group who tell us things. <laughs> we love them. Um, they get rewarded. <laughs> we love them, but so like the first. Friday fun lunch of orientation, which is like a month and a half after like they we knew that they were Friday thin. fun Both both of those two weren't there and we're like, okay, I assume those two are together and they're like, What? <laughs> Why are they together? And we're like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> we, we know. So yeah, no, my goal is to know know things as an as, as an SBC. Um student program coordinator. Student program coordinator. Come on, James. Um, but so, so the reason I'm a He's snake. Said it like the reason I'm a snake. That's the thing about abbreviations. You can use the abbreviation after you say it. The reason I'm a snake is that. Uh, so my roommate Jack is an OPA this summer. Orientation programs assistant. OPA. I didn't even know that. So I'm glad you defined <laughs> it. Exactly. Um, and so. Jack's, Jack's a good-looking dude. There are a couple OLs that I crushes on him, orientation leaders, that I crushes on him. And uh, I, 
No, knowing Jack longer than I've known any of the orientation leaders, I naturally told Jack who had a crush on him. <laughs> and so, therefore, I was dubbed a snake because I told him that. Oh, did um, he? Because, kind of obviously... Move. But, but <laughs> hey, here's the thing. They wouldn't even have known, but... Known, but... <laughs> Obviously. And that's the wine kicking in, yes, folks. That is. The sweet, sweet umu fish eye <laughs> combo. And hot, and hot that was friend. more indicative of the wine than the, than the slip-up was. Okay, well, I'm just saying, Max put his bottle back in the paper bag. You know what? I gotta clean up after myself. <laughs> okay, well, going back, I'm just saying, them calling you a snake means that Jack straight up went up to them and goes... <laughs> Seamus told me you're into me and I don't doubt that, is, that for a second that, that is that's a what higher, higher level snake move like like you you might be like a garden snake but he's like a rattler you know <laughs> what Good say comparison. that again no wait no. listen to how he says a rattler. rattler makes sense a rattler <laughs> I'm I'm thinking rattler rattler yeah. like what the, the beer what the fuck are you talking about Isabel <laughs> rattler a I'm sorry, this, is, this isn't PG anymore. See, I've dropped a lot of F-bombs. You've dropped a lot of F-bombs. See, <laughs> I've been trying to, I've been trying to keep a PG. After 30 minutes, yeah. it went deep R. It went, <laughs> it went deep into the R. Uh, we're 45 minutes of us is PG. <laughs> PG-13, maybe. Should that be our rating? PG, first 45, <laughs> last R. <laughs> Anyone who <laughs> Jesus, I almost said it again. Anyone who listens to the podcast, okay, they're, they're asking for it. Okay, here's my thing. Shout out, Claire. I know if I send this to you, you'll listen to it. Now the whole podcast just went downhill. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, she is the only person I sent to, and she's like, on my drive home, I listened to the whole thing. And I was oh. like... Hey yo, homie! <laughs> and Max, Max listened to the whole thing before. I listened to, the, I listened to number one. The uh, whole thing? The whole thing. Wow! I'm proud, yeah. honestly. To wrap up, my, my, I'm, I'm honestly proud to be the snake. Like, I appreciate that. It was kind of my goal, and if it, it rubbed off on people sometimes the wrong way, but in, like, <laughs> but in a loving manner, I'm happy with that. And <sighs> last night on the group chat, uh, there was a person who posted a picture that had, like, a picture of, like, this demon in the bath with a glass of wine. Sir Daly? <laughs> Sir Daly. Um, it said, me after a long day of pretending to like, and then crossed out people and said, Seamus. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yes, that's what I need. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm happy to take up that mantle. Can you forward I, this to me? <laughs> well, if I will. Sarah Daly, if you're listening to this, send that shit to me. Seven six three four four two four. Maybe we can make that the the picture for this podcast. <laughs> Please, okay. Uh, so I think I, I'm, I'm, Seamus, I, we have glad. we have yeah. one last thing to talk about. The rating of the wine. The rating. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Specifically, oh, a fish eye. He I, needs to rate the Minnesota the hot dish. So yeah, hot Max dish. versus red, hot dash of, red. What hot do you dish. think of the hot shit? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Seamus is in a mood right now. You know, I said I was uh, feeling good from the start. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I I I put down an entire bottle of hot dish red. Um, I have to say, it is a good buzz that I'm at right now, and the wine <laughs> itself, phenomenal. I give it like a, out of ten. Mm, I give it a nine. Whoa! Yeah. I think the highest rating we've had on our podcast. History it's good. It's good wine. Of rising wine. You know what? I appreciate. And it. you didn't have any, so you can't like compare it. But it. it but it had everything. It had the backstory. It had, backstory. It had the local had cultural the aspect. It had. Everything. It was yeah. good. It the was moose. A nice like a nice like like not not too dry, not too sweet. You mean the tannins weren't too high? <laughs> I have no Strong. idea. Yes, sure. Okay, 
We're doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Okay, nine out of ten. Um, Isabel, between the two, I'm gonna go ahead and write for it. I'm gonna say I liked the umu better than the fisheye. I'm gonna agree with that. You yeah. know, I mean, I th- I'm probably it's probably a cost thing. The the fisheye was three ninety nine without a sale. The umu was fourteen. Without I, a sale. I, without it, a sale, yeah. umu was fourteen. And, yeah. and it's not that the fisheye was bad. It's just that I, it it, it just like kind of bored me as I was putting it down, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, my thing, here we go. So, like, Umu was clearly... And here's my thinking, right? So, on our quest to be sommeliers. Uh, sommeliers. Right. I really think that, like, the stronger either the tannins in red or... Yeah, and we should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but either the tans in red or when it comes to white, I would say probably, like, the more... <laughs> Isabel's mouthing at me and I don't know what she's saying so I'm going to talk about it out loud okay what was our word uh, it was a crispness yeah crispiness, so the more crispness, yeah. crispness, crispness. Of the, I feel like like the more crispness the more crisp <laughs> oh, shut up <laughs> the crisper is that a fuck me yes it is, crisp, yes, it but, is. but a crisper is where you put like it's more crisp. yeah I know <laughs> it's okay, more crisp the crispness of the white wine dignifies the wine yeah. Right. So, yeah. like, I agree. The more crisp a white wine is, mm-hmm. the more expensive I feel like it'll be. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, why yeah, barefoot yeah. is so effing cheap. Like, this was four. Fish eye was four dollars, yeah. and yeah. in my mind, it tasted way more like barefoot. Yeah. Than yeah. another one, it was just way sweeter. I, I'm gonna give the umu an eight out of ten, and I'm gonna give the fish eye a five out of ten. Okay, I would probably do six out of ten for the fish eye, eight out of ten for Ubu, umu. But also, I, I kind of like the sweeter wine, okay. depending on the sure, situation. Sure. Mm. Right? And, that, and that's why you're entitled to a different... Yeah, and like, the umu, to be completely honest, if I was drinking that with that meal I ate earlier... So I walked in here with a plate of fish and rice. Mm-hmm. Goddamn! Had I saved that wine for that plate? Oh, I would have loved umu. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are, folks. There you go. Bring up that's, that's uh, rice and fish. And I think... We brought us the end. I still have a few questions, but you know what? We'll We'll, save that for the next podcast. Any final words, Max Isabel? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And what more can you say than that? Shit. Dang it. (laughs) And I think that was an excellent way to end the the return from the hiatus of the podcast of the century. The return from the hiatus. I can already say this is a better better product than last time. Thank and you for maybe, listening. Maybe even the first podcast, I'm not going to lie. It, it was, it was, hopefully you listening are thinking that it's good because you ultimately make the decisions, but of course. I'm pretty happy with what happened today. Our listeners yeah. We have are three wines, one. three bottles that are empty, three glasses that are empty. Three people. Rise and wine. Rise and wine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.